Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But before we get into our Cowboys franchise tag conversation, let's throw it to KT for breaking Ranger news. I have two pieces of breaking news, actually. All we'll right, start Daddy, with are the you Rangers. ready for the big announcement? Yes, indeed. And it's brought to you by the Radio.com app um, and also Indeed.com. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. The Rangers will open Globe Life Field with a concert on March 14th. Whoa. The new ballpark, they will open it with a concert. Elton John. On March 14th. The headliners of this concert are... A little bit of chicken fried. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Derek Collins. Close. Derek, yeah. Oh, Clint Black. Chris Stapleton and Willie Nelson. Oh, all right. Okay. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, they're just not going to back away from this country thing, though, right? Well, that's because we're in Texas, Are you Kevin. Shots yep. at country, dude. You know I'm what not. I would say too, as far as country artists go, those guys cross over pretty well. There's yeah, not a yeah. good. There's not a human in Texas that doesn't at least respect Willie Nelson. Absolutely. What were you doing? Trying to get a little techno? No, no, no. Just... Come on, baseball fans. Here's Chuck Morgan introducing. <laughs> hey guys, Blind Flash. Hey guys, the son of Rocky uh, from uh, Benny Hanna. What's his name? Rocky Aoki or whatever. Steve he's Steve Aoki. Yeah. He's gonna be playing. They can get him. fans, please welcome to the stage the Aoki guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, Joey Bosa's there. And two- Steve Bouchelle is here tonight <laughs> to introduce him. Take it away, Steve. That's actually huge for a first one. Chris Stapleton and Willie Nelson, that's huge for a first one to open it up. I would like to see them go away from just just country and Christian rock. Whoa! Like that's now all they do. Wait, what? Wow. What a weird. Sir. Can we work in some other stuff? Is all I'm asking. Sir, that's actually ben. audio of God at you right now. The Rangers are my guys. I'm not like. Doesn't sound like. Doesn't sound like it. Sound like it. My people. Doesn't sound like wow. it. Wow. Doesn't sound like it to me either, guys. Nope. Good point, Shippy. Good and this point, new Shippy. Transition. <laughs> nah, good point, guys. To a new ballpark. Just I want to mix it up. But that's a great opening. And that's awesome that we got Thank a new you. ballpark and that's actually happening. You're gonna have a concert with Stapleton and Willie Nelson. Uh, yeah, I, I, that's great. So Stapleton's the guy that has all those office supplies? No. <laughs> no. Ben's wife could go by there and get that yeah. printer situation worked out. Now, other breaking news from the NFL. Andy <laughs> Reid told reporters in Kansas City, and we'll find out how you guys feel about Andy Reid. Right now. Andy Reid told reporters in Kansas City. You that, like Andy Reid? That Patrick Mahomes will be at practice today. Whoa. They're going to see if he can get through the individual period, and they are not ruling him out for Sunday night at home against the Packers. Okay, everything is ran together. He got hurt the last game they played, right? Last Thursday night. So he hadn't even missed a game? Six days ago, he dislocated his kneecap, and Andy Reid said they're not ruling him out for practice. So he's going like- to go hang out at practice. Is Andy Reid not paying attention to the AFC? I feel like this is real unnecessary. Right. It feels real Why? dumb, but this is a must-win. Is there, How you feeling about the game, though? Is there NFL pressure? Because no. Hear me out. The number one game that NBC lobbied for this year and got for Sunday Night Football was Rodgers versus Mahomes. Ah, uh, because of that commercial with State Farm. Uh, I talked to someone last night who's got tickets to the game, and they're like, "Yeah, I bought these tickets with some of my tech buddies. Going to go to the Mahomes." 
Mahomes-Rogers games, and then Mahomes gets hurt, so we get to go see Matt Moore. What a waste of money to watch the ticket prices go down. Oh, man. What a um, beating. So, and also, this kind of uh, spins off into the segment that we were going to actually do. Okay. So last night I had a, a, a little team dinner. They're trying to find an off night this time of year. We do it every year for at The Athletic, who I work for on the side, sort of. Not really. It's kind of a seasonal guy. Uh, and you got uh, John Machado. Oh, crap. Crap. Oh. And he's sitting there talking sports. And you got... Uh, you guys eating your uh, crab legs over there? You know, you got a bunch of guys. But me and John started getting into a conversation about the Cowboys. And he goes, oh, crap. And he's uh, talking about Robert Quinn and stuff. And then we started talking about Byron Jones. And he's like, ah, man, I just want to go take a nap after eating this glorious. Uh, we had it glorious. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so there's a lot of sports conversation crossfire <laughs> happening in this table of like eight guys. So it's like one of our Super the, Bowl dinners. The That's geom- what I was going to say. Yeah. It's like eating with Sean and RJ. <laughs> yeah. The, the geometry of the conversation is impossible. One guy's screaming across the room. And this guy's screaming across the other room, and they're just forming an X with their words. You can I watch n- more football than you. <laughs> you can never have Choppy and Roy at opposite ends of the table during a dinner if you want to enjoy yourself, because there will be too much sports crossfire. So Machota goes, no, I can go home and still watch more. Let me just ask you a question about Byron Jones. I mean, when's he going to get interceptions? You know, I mean, I go, crap, he hasn't had an interception in a long time. I'm going to start talking about paying him and all that. So I go, well, who would you rather have? Let's assume they get Dak and Amari done. How the Cowboys handle the franchise tag? Would they franchise Robert Quinn mm. or Byron Jones? Because it feels very unlikely that they would sign both to long-term deals. Do you have the franchise numbers for those positions? Well, no, because no one does. But we can project <laughs> but, for but this based year. on this year. Yeah, but I, I think, I think more than even those numbers for me personally, it comes down to what is your depth in those areas. And Robert Quinn, if he plays over a sixteen-game season, based on what he's doing now and the games before his suspension, don't count. He's on like an 18-19 game sack season. 18 to 19 sacks is what he's about mm-hmm. to put up. That pace. Um, I, I think that's way harder to replace than Byron. And I think if and I love Byron. And Byron is a shutdown guy. And I, I'm not too I'm not too angry about the lack of interceptions because they almost never throw a, on him when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. But you you can go get corners who look really good if you've got two war daddies rushing from both ends. Mm-hmm. Like they need defensive tackle help because if they do, uh, they're going to get a lot of pressure when you've got two elite edge rushers, and that's what Robert Quinn is. So I and you know they've got a little bit of corner depth. I, I like Jordan Lewis. So if I guess what I'm saying is the difference, the drop off from Robert Quinn to Dorrance Armstrong is more massive than the drop off from. Byron Jones to Jordan Lewis. I so here's where it's difficult for me. I don't know how you can franchise a 30 year old if he's not a quarterback. In other words, Robert Quinn was available to a lot of different people. Now he's had an incredible year, but I almost look at it. Think about how good Sue was for the Rams, and then he went back out there and got one year and six or seven again. Mm-hmm. And I just I would be really surprised if there's a team out there lurking in free agency. It's like, oh yeah, we need to go. 40 million and two or you know yeah is he really going to get big money byron will be 28 at you know at the beginning of next season wow think about that you know robert quinn will be 30 but byron will be 28 one thing i've been thinking about so uh right now most teams run three wide receivers at you Mm -hmm. and what we call 11 personnel so one two three wide receivers you're generally going to have three quarterbacks on the uh, three cornerbacks on the field most of the time and it just kind of makes you wonder, does that mean you can't pay one guy a lot because you have to pay – you really you want to have four corners, you know? Right. You want to pay four corners or have four corners on your team. 
Now, if you keep Rashard and he's still on the staff and you're trusting him to, you know, they'll draft a cornerback. But I do think that's, uh, I think it's an interesting topic. I, I, I'm with you on not wanting to pay Robert Quinn uh, even really a three-year deal, to be I mean, honest. I, I love Robert Quinn, but a three- or four-year deal doesn't sound right because he's going to be 30 when the season starts. I think instead of like franchising him for $18 million or whatever that number is. This for, year it was 17 for edge, and it was 16 for corners. Not, so so, so eight, it's the same pretty much. Yeah, yeah. It's what, so to me, instead of franchising him for one year, I really think that you could probably get him for – at worst, two and thirty, and I think even that's an exaggeration. I don't think it's going to be crazy money for Robert Quinn. I don't know what he would do. I don't know if he would take the most money. He is a just want to hang out in the country, stay off social media, and be left alone guy. He mm-hmm. said he was really enjoying his time here because he lives. I don't know where he lives. He said he lives up close to the start, Frisco. He likes living close to work, and he kind of lives away from the city. That's a dude who's got some horses in the back. No doubt, man. <laughs> well said. I mean, no question. I just yeah. want to go fishing, man. Very simple, yeah. And Byron likes it here, too. Yeah. You know? And I, I don't know if Byron still lives downtown. You know, he used to live downtown here. I don't know where he lives now. But, you know, Byron's been here a long time. I always thought, and it's a bad thing to think because agents always step in, but I always thought Byron would be a guy you could possibly get for a little bit, you know, a little bit cheaper. You start putting numbers out there of what would you bring guys back for. I mean, I would bring Malik Collins back if he wanted to play for four million dollars. I would but too. He's going to go get probably seven or eight on the open market. Is he? I think but, so. And and don't forget, I had an, an NFL agent who told me if Byron plays this season like he played last season, which he has, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's getting healthier and healthier, right? You would assume that he'd be one of the highest paid corners in the league, that he'd go out and yeah. get one of the top three deals out there for any corner. To me, if you're not willing to pay him the top money, he's a much more likely candidate to franchise than Quinn. I just can't see franchising a 30-year-old defensive end that you basically just got for one year and $8 million and a and a pick. It's, but, dude, 18, 19 sack guy pace. I mean, yeah, he's hugely important. That's the hardest thing to find and. We've seen how the Cowboys will do anything, to, even if it means bringing in Greg Hardy mm-hmm. or drafting Randy Gregory. You know they'll do anything to find that edge rush, man. It's like six, the hardest thing to find. Six sacks in five games for Robert Quinn. It's awesome. And then, and then, but you, you understand what the evaluation is like. Okay, what about the last three years of Robert Quinn? Well, I understand that, but maybe there's something that's clicking here in this system, sure. not playing on a bad team. Dude, I'm not I'm not sitting here trying to argue that he's not having a great year. He's yeah. arguably been their best defensive player in his no, he games has. on the field. He has I, been. Yeah. I feel like if you're getting pressure, you make all your corners better. That guy knows how to get pressure. I agree. He's, with that. he's really valuable. But I hear your points. He's old and, he, and he's getting he, up there. It's 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 a tough it's a tough dilemma, yeah. which is why it's a good question. But for me, yeah. Finding that edge rush is more important than finding that shutdown corner who doesn't get interceptions. I think about the good defenses in the league. Obviously, the Patriots have Gilmore, but I can't tell you that they're like loaded at cornerback. Um, I'm thinking about some of these NFC teams, you know, that we're, we're kind of chasing. The Saints have Lattimore as a really good corner, but they kind of have one guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the Vikings corners, they're, they're five and two now, but like those guys have fell off. Xavier Rhodes isn't what he used to be. It's very interesting to see how teams are, are are playing this moving forward because you want to make room for four corners on your roster. Well, that that would tell me I probably am not going to give fifteen million to one of them. You know, so that's it's kind of I, don't know, I just think it's fascinating. You know, if you had to choose, I think personally I would franchise Quinn for one year. But if you, 
you obviously you're going to negotiate with both of them. Sure. And you're going to um, look at what the market try is for to both get those a, guys. A friendly deal. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to replacing a guy, I'm much more comfortable replacing Byron with Cheeto, Anthony Brown, and Jordan than I am Robert Quinn with Kerry Hyder and Dorrance Armstrong. It's a great question. Uh, we will actually probably bounce that off our next Let's guest. Do it. He'll give us the latest on Cowboy Health, what's going on at the Star during a bye week, and we'll bounce that off of him. It's Mickey Spagnola next on the Ben and Skin Show, 1053 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, Joining us now from out there at the Star, brought to you by Ford, the best in truck uh, Texas and the only truck of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Mickey Spagnola. How we doing, Mickey? Name droppers. What's up, man? Huh? Just hanging out with big timers. Think about that. Me and Shippy and Jalen Smith and Willie Calhoun just <laughs> hanging out on the town. That'll be good. In uptown doing our thing. I'm impressed. Um, so uh, do you, it's, and I'm uh, Ben and I are on the older side of this conversation as well, but at one point you were in the locker room with guys that you weren't that much older than. Right. And then over time, you start becoming less and less like the humans that you're covering. You know where I'm going here. And I'm kind of old enough to be all their fathers. Right, right. So I was having this conversation with my wife where I was like, oh, man, I'm old enough for Luca to be my son when I was like well-established and we had been married for years. (laughs) So, you know, that whole thing changes quite a bit. But you do, uh, from time to time, you stumble across a quote-unquote old soul or someone that you just really vibe with Mm -hmm. and i'm wondering if jalen might be that kind of guy is there somebody in this cowboys locker room and you can't say witten because witten connects with everybody right but is there someone surprising in that cowboy locker room that you've kind of like bonded or connected with yeah i think from a kind of old soul type of guy uh sean lee Mm -hmm. i mean he's not that old he's He's like 30 30, 31 yeah so yeah sort of him uh you know, we we kind of see eye to eye on on, on a bunch of stuff, and uh, you know he's he's a pretty good uh, student of the game, so he kind of knows what took place back in the day with the Cowboys. You know, you might bring something up to somebody, and they kind of give you that look like I got no idea what you're talking about, <laughs> right? Uh, and and but with him, he he knows that stuff, and uh, so yeah, and even just NFL history. You know, Sean Sean Lee is really good at that stuff. So yeah, I would think I would think that. And you know, every once in a while, um, you know, I'll I'll say something to Dak about well, yeah, but, well, back in the day, and and he kind of he kind of knows he kind of you know because you know he'll tell you he grew up a Cowboys fan, but you know when you're what 25, 26, and you grew up a Cowboy fan, well, that takes you back to. The Super Bowl days, no sooner than that, right? If you were four in a Cowboys Yeah, thing, right, you know? yeah, right. if you knew, yeah, if you were following them back then, so, but but he knows some of that stuff, I think, just because of that, but yeah, there's not a lot of guys left that would say, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about, so sort of like, you know, when we had interns here on the website, and I was taking care of them, and I'd say something, and it was like, whoop, 
right over their heads. Had yeah. no clue. Happens all the time with us and Shippy and KT. Happened once in training camp one year. It rained, right? Uh-huh. And, and, and we're in, uh, in, uh, in Southern California, and I just kind of sing-songed. I thought it never rains in Southern California, and mm-hmm. they looked at me like I was crazy. It's like, what are you talking about? It was right? a big hit. Come yeah. on, I said, guys. Come on, it was a song. It's Don't huge. you know? So, yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. KT and Shippy look at us like we're crazy before we speak, though. So it's, it's kind of a given. What are you wearing, old man? Uh, hey, I want to ask you about uh, the Jets just getting dismantled, and yes. and then Sam Darnold talking about oh. seeing ghosts. And did that uh, sober up the Cowboy Nation a little bit? Uh, you know, fresh off their victory, but then the Jets looking so terrible. Does that diminish? Sobering's things? one word. Sick to your stomach's another. Yeah. Uh, after watching, you know, and and and. and they kind of did what you thought the Cowboys would have done. I mean, they blitzed the daylights out of them. And and the Cowboys really didn't. They tried to do it with their four-man front. And and if you think about it, one you know, one of the things you've always heard, you know, going back in the day, by the way, is if you get a young quarterback or a quarterback who hasn't played uh, in a period of time and he hadn't played in a month – you know, th- their ability to pick up the speed of the game is not real good. And so what you have to do is make sure they never get comfortable back there and make sure you speed up the game. And and if that takes blitzing, then you got to do it. And and the Cowboys really didn't do that. And he got comfortable. Uh, he was not comfortable Monday night, uh, to say the least. And, and I think that was one of the keys while you start seeing ghosts because you get back in the pocket and anybody that's ever played quarterback, and, you know, not that I have, but you get back there and, and, and you're looking at confusion going full speed across the front, and you got three seconds to make a decision. Uh, it's difficult, and, and it takes a while to get back into the speed, pick up the speed of the game. And he never did Monday night, but, boy, he sure did on that 92-yard touchdown pass, by the way. So yeah, that to me, if you're if you're a cowboy fan, that part would have made me sick, uh, just knowing that they were able to do that to him, and the Cowboys really, really never affected him uh, in that game, and then you just lose by two points. We got Mickey Spagnola joining us. All right, you can get a piece of this conversation we just had. We were talking about you know going to offseason hypothetical world, and before I I set this up, are you surprised? what they've gotten so far from Robert Quinn, and do you feel like, oh, my God, they've got to keep this guy? Uh, I absolutely agree with you on on, on both counts. You know, when, when they first got him, it, it was almost like you're thinking, well, maybe this guy's a designated pass rusher, you know, come mm-hmm. in on nickel downs. Uh, because, you know, his, his numbers were fine, but all these other teams kind of gave up on him. Well, when you start looking at it, they gave up on him because they were moving the three four defenses and he's not a three four defensive end. You know, he's a four three defensive end, or he's a guy that when you go from three four to four down on nickel, you bring him in. So then I kind of watched what he was doing in the offseason and uh I asked uh one of the coaches, I said, Can this guy is he good enough against the run? Can can he be a every down, three down uh defensive end? And I got arched eyebrows and said, oh, yes. And, and that's when I knew they were serious about him potentially being their starter. Uh, and, and so, yeah, I, 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 I don't know that I thought that he would have six sacks in, and let's face it, four and a half games? Because he, he didn't play the second half last, last week, and he missed the first two games. So, 
you know, if you you factor that over, you know, the 14 games he's going to play, you're getting to 20 sacks. Now, I don't know that he can keep up the pace, but I think I thought you I told you guys this the other day that, you know, in his contract, there's that incentive. If he gets seven sacks or more, it's worth just uh, the other side of $800,000. Well, he's going to earn that, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe they didn't even expect this from him. Or maybe they were hoping, and I'm sure they were hoping when they put that clause in the contract that, heck yeah, we'll be glad to pay you another close to 900000 if you can get seven sacks. Well, he may, he, he's going to get that in the next game, assuming he's, he's healthy, and I think he will be, uh, since what they discovered was it was a muscle uh, spasm in the rib area, not necessarily damage to the rib. So, yeah. Uh, this is a pleasant surprise, and I would imagine they're sitting there going, okay, what do we have to do to keep this guy? Because you can't sit here and go, well, at some place we're going to get Randy Gregory back, right? And, you know, the other defensive ends they have, they're very young, but they're not Robert Quinn. So, you know, if you could sign them to a three-year deal or something like that, yeah, absolutely. Awesome stuff, Mick. Appreciate your time, brother. Okay, talk to you guys. All right, See you, man. There he goes, Mickey Spagnola. Uh, all right. So, uh, I guess here we are in a bye week mm-hmm. and there's, there's really not a lot of new storylines. There won't be new Cowboy no. storylines until next week. Right. It's, it's going to be, everything's on hiatus. Do you expect though, in this time to get the Cowboys to get a deal done with Dak or Amari? Um, I had really thought that they would get a deal with Dak done over the break. And now I'm not thinking so much. I know that they, I, well, I could be wrong on that. I believe they have some cap space right now. Mm-hmm. And I know that you can carry that over, but it would be cool to get some bonus going on this cap space right now and figuring yeah. all that out. Um, but I, I really thought going into the season, you know, when we were there at week one, I thought, oh, they'll get Dak done during the during the bye week. And not that, I mean, we're early. We're sitting here on Wednesday. Hell, we were talking more about Mavs than Cowboys today. So that should put the picture in the frame. But I think if they're going to get something done with Dak, wouldn't they want to announce it next Monday, you know, before they get too deep into preparation for the Giants? So I just feel like there would be a little bit of a smoke signal out there. I don't think it would come out of the blue. And so the fact that there's really no talking about any of this makes me think, ah, I was wrong. I don't think they're going to get something done over the break. All right, uh, I I'm hoping that they do, but you're right. And I, and every time we have Stephen on, and he, you know, they don't dodge the Jones boys. Don't dodge any questions, mm-hmm. and it just sounds like there's no momentum. And they're frankly saying, "All right, hey, listen, these things take momentum, and there's nothing happening right now." So, uh, but it could happen at any minute, you know. But it's going to take the players, I think, coming in. I don't think the Cowboys are going to cave. Right. It's going to take the players coming in. And do you think Dak's covered enough in his insurance policy to, to, to make up for the fact that he's playing for two mil this year instead of 30, 35? No. no, no, no. No, he's not. He's going to get a good chunk of change if he gets hurt. But how? where's the benefit of that? Right. You know, where the real benefit is is signing the deal and getting all the guaranteed money. He needs to get this deal done before the end of the season. I would think so. But, you know, I mean, even in the losses – so people, I realize, you know, fans and media, we get pulled off sides a lot. But people that are dialed in, they know Dak is playing exceptional football even in the losses. Oh, yeah. No question. So we can go, well, what about that game or that happened? No. It's he, gotten so bad that, like, if you really wanted, like, if you want to be critical of Dak, you're like, yeah, but this one that hit the guy in the hands that bounced right off his hands 
could have been a little bit in front of him. That was behind well, him. But it's like, uh, right. That throw that hit him in the hands was behind him. <laughs> right. That's as, that's as much as you can say. And so it's like, oh, wow, well, they should knock a couple million off because right. that throw was off. Or the confusion amongst uh, outsiders, us, everyone else, trying to figure out, wait a second, why are they running into those fronts? Mm-hmm. Can he not audible out of that? It's very, But outside of that, it's like, dude, guy's playing on an elite level. Like he's playing on a top three, top five quarterback in the league level. Do you want to do the thing, though, where we let everybody kind of sound off? Yeah. I mean, there's a segment that we like to do from time to time, and what we'll do is we'll load up the phones at 877-881-1053, and we'll do something called... Tell us what you're thinking. And you can call in. You can go off on... All right, let's go back to the phones. Yeah, we'll do that too, Shannon. Uh, You can call in on DAC on Mavs opening day. You can text in on the Autoflex leasing fan text. 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. But coming up next, let's do our favorite segment of all time. A little Tell sl- us what you're thinking. That one yep, right yep, there. Yep. Yep. Because, yep. All right. Some great text messages coming in at 877-881-1053. Here's a series from the same guy. Around the wildlife time. Bring it back. What's my age again? Sports sharks. Audio bubble bath. We'll even take a vortex. Hey, if you got something from the past that you loved on the show and you want to remind us of it, by all means, text it in on the Autoflex Leasing Fan Text, 877-881-1053. I'd forgotten about some of those. KT's Vortex? Yeah. Uh, Oh, that that was a misfire. That one's one that got canceled way early in the run. Well, it happened. like 2014, I think. The Vortex? Yeah, like a weekend thing. People saw it as more of a sports hot air balloon. Uh, but you know, what we like to do is load up the phones at 877-881-1053 and do a little something we like to call. Tell us what you're thinking. So here with more is Tizzle. All right, let's do this thing. I would like to start off with uh, a good one right here. Uh, number line four shippy, Kenny and Crumb. Kenny, tell us what you're thinking. Listen, uh, Sunday night they were showing a downtown hot, uh, shot of Dallas, just a beautiful city. When all the tornado activity was going on, I was just wondering if anybody else caught that because I was looking outside going, there's no lightning shown on that scene. And I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, thank you. The uh, A tornado at night is so sinister. I mean, it's even worse. I mean, it just you can't see it. And there was somebody captured amazing footage of this tornado, and you could only see it when there was lightning. You could, and it lit up the sky, and then you saw it looked like something out of Stranger Things. Yeah, you know the Sunday night football crew had no idea. Well, I would imagine that tornadoes were happening. So, like, if they do a lot of those, whether oh, drone shots or blimp shots, and I, the, the, the the shot he's talking about, you know, it's a big shot of the downtown Dallas skyline. And they shot that on Friday night. They shot that on Friday night. Yeah. So that's when the Omni was lit up with the NBC yeah. logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, they had no way of doing that. That was in their. their that was in their. Uh, their game plan right. execution. Yeah. yeah, they don't have live people standing by grabbing footage somewhere with dr- with drones away from the stadium. And I mean, I said that whole broadcast is being you know run from the truck or whatever. They didn't know tornadoes were in Dallas. I would imagine you know they're focused on the game and all that stuff. I was just thinking because I've been watching videos of the destruction, how drones have just changed coverage of everything mm-hmm. like so exponentially and so much access and so much information i couldn't believe it's still you know and it's a couple days past it i just couldn't believe it monday night i was driving up to frisco and i've i've you know we talked about this on monday where this storm the path of this storm where it was where i was at was two exits north of 75 mm-hmm. 
And I was just driving up 75 to get on 635 into the tollway, and I just could not believe how much damage. And then I know we've all, all three of us have drove through that Preston Hollow area over the last few days. It's it's unbelievable. I knew it was just that I knew storms were happening. Didn't know that a tornado was happening. Got the notification on the phone, tornado warning, and then you find out that it was an F3 and one of the biggest ones in Metroplex history. I mean, it's Amazing how fast it all happened. You know, there are still on my car leaves that are stuck and wedged into the window sill, like that, that were just must have been thrown around at such a high velocity. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't even make sense. Right. Like it's just, they're just crammed up in there. Like how that seems like it's not even possible. It's, it was absolutely so insane. From the 972 Autoflex leasing fan text, 877-881-1053. Touch All 4 was always the best and worst segment of your show. I agree. <laughs> Can't miss radio. I agree. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. What was the segment where girlfriends and Can wives you get could fall in and complain about their partners? I missed that segment. The Love, love Shack. shack. We, um, get a lot of, we get a lot about that. People really want the Love Shack, and it's like, it was a different time. Climate but change it was, happened. But it was, it was people that got it, the joke, knew that we weren't actually sexist a-holes. Uh-huh. I mean, We're just a-holes. Yeah. But, um, but we, sometimes sexist. But it was just a bit. <laughs> and uh, But it was like the woman would call in. We'd beg her, no, come on, you know, just tell us something that your husband does that gets on your nerves. She would reluctantly say one thing, and then we would say, oh, what does your husband do for a living? Well, he's a plumber. Oh, my God, here you are. <laughs> this hero's out there unclogging toilets, and we'd always get the guy's side. And it just, I guess people just got too sensitive. They're like, sorry, we can't do that anymore. It was always like, you know, pubes in the sink or just laundry left on the floor. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of that. I predict uh, it comes back. Yeah. Or not. Who knows? Probably not. Um, let's time. go to, I, I like this one right here, kind of on the same token. Caller number five, Don in Louisville. Don, tell us what you're thinking. Don? Sir. 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 <laughs> you like Andy Reid? <laughs> Your call's off to a great start, <laughs> Don. <laughs> hey, I was just thinking, it's time for a good New York prank. We got plenty of time to get that done. Yes. And someday I'm going to show you my gravy going to set it off tattoo. Oh, wait, no what? way. Did what? you really get a tattoo? No. <laughs> but one day, one day he's going to get that tattoo and then he's going to show it to you. Don, I love you, man. This was a great call. Well done. Good luck, Don. Hey, uh, yeah, prank him, man. Let's hear it. You Don, guys are so good at that. Don, will you be out at uh, Texas Live on Saturday for a anniversary? Actually, I'm going fishing. Okay. Y'all gave me such a good. <laughs> are you a? <laughs> are you? A, are you? A, <laughs> Y'all gave me such a good fishing report last time. Are, are, you a, are you? Are you a big guy? Are you a big dong? Don? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, Don. Ben, that well, is a good question. Enjoy the, enjoy the lakes out there, Don. I've heard that. Uh, what? Enjoy the lakes out there? Yeah, he's going fishing. I thought he said legs. Nah, the lakes out there. Right. And the legs. I did, too. <laughs> oh, Don's still oh, Don. on. I heard it's going to be a big one for uh, the Carolina rigs out there in the deeper water, Don. So have a good time out there at Lake Louisville. Let's go to caller number two, Blair in Dallas. Blair. Tell us what you're thinking. Hey, what's up, y'all? Uh, what up? I'm, think, I'm thinking about uh, Dead Prescott contract. I think they're going to really take care of him after his big game. And uh, it's going to be – if he get hurt before the big game, which would be the Patriots, if he win that, I think that's going to be a breaking news for the uh, highest-paid quarterback. Man, he, he, right thank you for your call, man. Yeah, he uh, he deserves it. I, I This all comes down to how much of the pie he wants. 
He's entitled to as much as he wants to take. If he wants 40, they're going to have to give him 40 or franchise him and start going to find a new quarterback. So mm-hmm. it really comes down to him. That's why all they can do is just beg him not to take the whole pie. Yeah, and uh, I think he's going to take a giant piece, but I don't think it'll be the biggest, most obnoxious What do you think piece. per year, 35? I think, 32? I think 35 to 36. 35. Yeah, somewhere I, in there. His numbers are now catching up. His yeah. numbers are now showing up. Yeah. Like, it's not it, – everything's kind of been debunked at this point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, it's, it's where it's, and that's, to me, an issue for the Cowboys. I, I don't honestly. even – Honestly. Yeah, I don't know if it's debunked as much as he's improved. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, it's But he is he's playing at an elite level. Hey, guys, here's a text from Jeffrey Chaucer. Is thy Errol Spence? Okay, it's a good question. Yep. And uh, is it? Sean Porter's been added to the lineup. Sean Porter will be – at the uh, Texas Live at Fanniversary on Saturday. Sweet, dude. Uh, and that, I think that's me, Lucius, and, and Kavanaugh are going to be on that. Oh, that's going to be lit. Table. Lucius knows his boxing, so I'm looking forward to Lucius carrying that for me. But Sean Porter, that's a great get as well. That's a big CBD roundtable. So 12 to 4, Saturday, Fanniversary at Texas Live. Please join us for that. Big fan of number nine, Robbie mm. in Carrollton. Robbie, tell us what you're thinking. Hey, what's going on, KT? Oh, this is a lap dance for you only. Hey, Robbie. Sir. Hey, hey, Shippy. Hey, oh, go, go. I think that covers everyone. Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, KT mentioned he went back to Olney this weekend for a golf game. Was wondering, number one, how the golf game went, and two, can we get an Olney report? Oh, good call. I like this call. Okay, yeah. So we uh we shot. So basically, this was a a benefit scramble for our good friends Tyler and Wendy. A uh, Tyler and Wendy had a baby, uh, Willow, and had some. Uh, she was premature, had some dirt, uh, birth defects. So the town kind of gets together, raising some money. Okay. Uh, we went thirty four, thirty one. So sixty five. Um, interesting way though that we had a lot of gimmicks on this um on this golf tournament. Hole one and two were normal golf. Hole three, you tee off left handed. Hole four, there's like a kiddie pool, and there's a little floater and a tee, and you tee up, and so you, you have basically a it's a par three, so you're hitting out of a kiddie pool. Hole five's normal golf. Hole six was a speed round where you draw, one you have four man team where you draw, and whoever draws first, so you draw the ace, you're teeing off, and then whoever drew two it hits the second shot, third shot, fourth shot. It's pretty amazing. You hit a ball, and then you're golf carting down there. And then it's like people are running and you're getting your clubs beforehand. Like, put, I, I'm three, so I got the putter ready just in case we're on the green. And you're just speed trying to get it in. Now, hole seven was a little skeet shoot action. Oh, oh. skeet, skeet. Skeet, I'll skeet, skeet shoot. So, Windows to the wall. Oh, skeet shoot right here. Basically, you get two pulls. And if you yes. if you hit them both, then you knock off a stroke off your off your final score in the end. Till all these females so, fall. It was pretty good going out there, getting a little skeet shooting in. Hole eight, you tee off with the marshmallow. <laughs> And then wherever the marshmallow goes, then your second shot is from where the marshmallow was. Mm-hmm. So that's the only report right there. That sounded there. like pure insanity. See, it was so wild. Did you guys see the big news? Seymour beat Olney? Not big, big news, Shippy. No one cared. I do. I'd like to hear more about this. Yeah. Seymour, oh, uh, the yeah. old rivalry. Speaking Seymour of old, beat the James hell. Seymour. Yeah. Good God. Still got it. Where is she? She's still in the house? She's still in the house. I, I will say this. Medicine well, Woman Quinn or whatever her name was. There was pure insanity out there at the golf course that night because wow, had a little to pool table, and the city boy comes back with his old tricks as I showed the people in only what the secret wizard is. Wow! The great billiards oh, was it, was it like I showing? Created. Was it like showing cavemen a lighter? It was <laughs> unreal. The money is just piling up, 
and people were getting addicted to it. You know, they were scratching, and you know, they'd go scratching? do their, their meth and stuff like normal, but then they were all scratching, and it was it was such chaos. It was just an hour and a half of what is this game? Why am I in here? I'm putting dollar down. I'll put five dollars down. And it just builds up. So that's that's the only. Reason. I like hearing that because every time you talk about only, you're telling us about a lot of death that's happened. Well, died. someone yeah. died during yeah Hayes Wizard. <laughs> the What's the name of the game? Died. Secret Wizard. Yeah. Uh, Brian and Grapevine, line three. Brian, tell us what you're thinking. Hey guys, uh, I'm thinking about. Hey, Kate. What's that, Brian? I'm I'm thinking about Pluckers. Oh, me yeah. too. Are you coming to Allen tomorrow? Man, I I uh, I'm gonna keep up the tradition out here in Grapevine and wait for you guys in a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, All right, nice. okay, respect. You're dude. just gonna camp out in front of Pluckers until the show is back there. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna call out of work every single day up until then. What What's your go to order at Pluckers? Uh, I think I talked to you uh, last week. It was the Larry Bird with the lemon pepper. Mm-hmm. That's actually me that you talked mm-hmm. to, but yes, that is a, a delicious sandwich. You get the man, grilled I'll, chicken, lemon pepper, dry rub, pickles, and cheese, and it's on. Man, and I'm thinking about a cold beer. Nice cold Miller Lite. There right. you go. The only beer of the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. And Dr. The pepper. only beer. And Dr. Pepper. Can't forget Travis Frederick on that one. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. Right. That's a good listener right there. Let's go to line six, Shippy, Trey, and Forney. Trey, tell us what you're thinking. Yeah, um, long-time listener. This is a uh, second-time calling. Nice. Um, I'll hang up and listen. See you guys later. Thank okay, you. Yeah, That's thank a pretty you. good call. Appreciate you having the courage to do that. <laughs> I know good. that was difficult. Feel pretty good radio yep. trope right there. Feel really like cool. he made the most of his time. Well done. <laughs> Let's go to line eight, Colby and Rowlett. Colby, tell us what you're thinking. What's good, guys? Um, first off, I thought the tell us what you're thinking guy was KT for the longest time. And then second, did anyone else notice uh, Jason Garrett's face the whole time? It was like he realized that Kellen Moore knew what he was doing. I hang up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. You know, I've oftentimes wondered that when things are bad and you look at Garrett's face, it's it's like sad and like he kind of looks like he wants to cry. And I get it; it sucks. Like he's so mad. I don't. I'm interested. He's yawning in the la- and now everybody puts that yawn in a camera mon you know a photo montage of him or whatever a video montage. They're like, Jason Garrett's on the hot seat, and here's four shots of him coaching a game. It's always the yawn now. The yawn is in there. <laughs> Line one, Josh in Mansfield. Josh, tell us what you're thinking. Hey, guys. I just wanted to say that uh, Jason Garrett needs to give over the reins to Kellen Moore and Dak. It's time for him to just sit down, shut up, and watch Kellen Moore work his beauty, and I'll hang up. Thanks. Thanks. Isn't he already doing that? I mean, okay. he's kind of – he's. He's not sitting down. I guess the only difference would be if they'd brought out a chair for JG to sit down in. <laughs> you can have that Tom Sula over. You want me to sit or do you want me to stand? What if they bring out like a lazy boy? <laughs> what if it's just that little portable chair that KT used to have in his living room, that lawn chair? <laughs> I had a conversation with someone last night thinking about, so we talk about legacy, all right? And uh, so Jerry really wants to win another Super Bowl, right? Not like, of mm-hmm. course, he's always wanted to win Super Bowls, but he wants to win another one, right? I was like, really, if, if you're thinking about legacy, there are so many people now who have a winning legacy and they're easy to remember. What Jerry should really do to, to, I mean, he will never be forgotten ever, but if Jerry really wanted to like cement his name on pro sports forever, he should do a bit here. He should either hire Wash, okay, oh as God. the next head coach and let the coordinators do their jobs, or the Joker. Think about a head coach. Jokic? <laughs> Think about a head coach with his face painted like the Joker. I mean, he's. The Joker's got a headset on. I mean, I thought our show His was face weird. Is painted. It, it just got so weird. <laughs> they get a first down, and he's kind of doing the dance that Joaquin Phoenix is doing all throughout that movie. Did I miss Edible Wednesdays? 
<laughs> I think that would be so great. And uh, if you agree, then I'll talk to you about it. Texas right. Live on Saturday. <laughs> Go ahead and text KT at KT Fun Tweets. Tell and us what you think. Tell them what you think about that. All right, coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.